1 Chronicles 10 Commentary http colon slash slash www.lovingscripture.com The first section is a copy-paste operation by the human author from 1 Samuel 31. This is beautiful. It tells us that the word of the Lord was very much in print and under preservation, probably much earlier than 350 BC. It's an account of Saul's final battle against Israel's perennial enemy, the Philistines. A beaten and disillusioned Saul went into this battle knowing that his fate was sealed. Like many kings after him, Saul had worked very to qualify himself for rejection by heaven. In his moment of deepest crisis, the backslidden Saul would worm his way to the spiritist's house. It was a fatal mistake. Who do you consult when you are hit hard by life's problems? How you wish Saul had decided to fall in the hands of an enraged God. There is always a possibility of mercy before the throne of grace. To show up at the spiritist's hut, and seek help there, is a direct violation of the written law. There was only one way for Saul, judgment. Saul's dynasty and journey end here, but the man still speaks to us on how never to relate with the Lord. When David drove himself into a deep crisis, not once, but severally, he knew where the throne of grace was. That makes the difference. David is a great man, not because he never sinned, but because each time he sinned, he quickly sought forgiveness. Again, that is the difference. Two sinners. One goes to heaven and the other goes to hell. The difference? One is forgiven while the other is not. And that is the core message of the gospel. A man can find forgiveness before the throne of grace. More resources visit http://www.lovingscripture.com.